0: This is the Meet Me at the Mountain podcast. Hi, I'm Wayne Rogers and invite you to Meet Me at the Mountain. First, let me say thank you for checking out this podcast and for listening to any and all of the podcasts that are located on the Scattered Abroad Network. And I am grateful to have this opportunity to work alongside of the Scattered Abroad Network with Michael Clark and with Caleb Rutherford as the directors. And to have you along for this journey as we go over the mountain. This is the pilot episode of the Meet Me at the Mountain podcast and I first want to just start out by simply introducing myself to you and to this podcast and its purpose. I'm Wayne Rogers, and I preach for the Eastside Church of Christ in Maryville, Tennessee, just outside of the Smoky Mountain National Park, as well as the Cherokee and Nantahala National Forest. My wife Cindy and I have two married sons, Chris, who is married to Caitlin, who have just had their first baby, Piper, our first granddaughter, and so Uh, Certainly, we are very excited about that. Also, my younger son, who is married to Olivia, they've been married just over a year, just celebrated their first anniversary, and so we are excited for them as well. Cindy and I are truly grateful to have our boys who are married to two beautiful and wonderful Christian ladies who adore them both and want to help get their families to heaven. And this really has truly been an answered prayer for both of us. And one of the mountains that we will discuss in this podcast is about parenting and the journey that that certainly can be. I'm in my 26th year of preaching the gospel, and so it's been quite a mountainous journey to get here, to say the least. But my story goes back to 1990. This is when I first met Cindy, when we were back in high school. Kind of sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song, uh, The Glory Days. As we were introduced by mutual friends, she began to teach me something that was more important uh, than just what I was doing from day to day. But to say that I was ready to hear those things would be quite a stretch. She was a Christian, and I was much of nothing but maybe wild and free with only a faint belief in God at all. And this was a mountain truly for me to climb. This was a mountain of faith, we might say. And it would actually take several years. It would not happen overnight. Uh, But I love the fact that Her dad, if I wanted to take her out on a Saturday night, her dad requested that I would be willing to come to church with them on Sunday morning. And so I agreed, of course, Uh, but this was something that I had only done a handful of times in my growing up. And so this was all new to me. Religion uh, was completely new. And so this was this was quite a mountain, I would say. I had my questions, I had my own thoughts and my own concerns, maybe, might say about what I was hearing, but one thing that I knew immediately is that it stood directly opposed to how I was living my life. And this is where I would soon begin to realize that this truly was a mountain that I was facing. A change would have to take place. And while this change was taking place in my life, and certainly, again, not all at once, and seemingly, probably to some, very slowly. I eventually joined the Navy, left for boot camp, uh, went through my first uh, A school where I trained as an aviation ordnanceman, loading bombs and missiles and guns on F-18s. And while serving at my first duty station in Cecil Field in Jacksonville, Florida, I was injured in a loading accident, uh, destroying my knee pretty bad, needing surgery. Uh, but that's just part of the story. That would uh, place me in what I thought was probably a nearly impossible situation. Eventually, I'd be released medically from the Navy, have to completely change my career path, and and so it would take some time to figure out. But while I was on uh, limited duty, uh, having just having uh, had knee surgery, uh, one of the uh, while I was back home on medical leave. I was approached by one of the elders at the Homerville, Georgia Church of Christ, where, uh, and this man knew me well enough that he just came by and one day simply said, I know you're not doing anything for the next couple of weeks, so let's study the Bible together. And that we did. And certainly that would lead to me obeying the gospel. And a very simple technique that he had of asking questions and showing me Bible verses where I could dig out the scriptural answers for myself and then begin to make application and he would help me along the way with my understanding. Uh it was it was something that was truly uh eye-opening to say the least, but I would also say that it was a very simple approach where you just simply had some questions that needed to be answered, you see the Bible verses and then you can draw out the answers from those scriptures. And if you're honest with yourselves and honest with God and his, and his word, uh, then you could you could be helped along at, on that journey, if you will, as you study the Bible. And so that was the approach that he took with me. And uh, I think it was a very uh, successful approach. I obeyed the gospel, like I say, and uh, that was my real uh, first, I guess encounter. Uh, learning who God truly was, and learning more about His Word. But one thing that helped me, obviously, is I was not alone in this journey. And uh, Cindy was there encouraging me along the way. Her family were there uh, teaching me and very helpful and encouraging me. Uh, Along the way, there were several preachers, several gospel preachers, uh, even when I was still stationed in Jacksonville, Florida, Randy Vaughn and Alan Wright both came and visited me in our home uh, in Jacksonville and and studied the Bible with me for hours at a time, and so they drove almost two hours one way just to come and to study the Bible with me, and so they uh, certainly were, were helpful. There were others along the way who who helped and helped me to find the way, to help me find the truth and And so again, this was a a mountain of faith that i was uh, that I was trying to climb at that time. But the beautiful thing is that I was not alone in that journey. And that's something that uh, that I hope to to bear out in this in this lesson as I kind of introduce you to my story and how I obeyed the gospel, but also uh, the the journey that that took, and it took several years to accomplish. After obeying the gospel, probably within just a couple of weeks, I was actually asked to lead singing during a worship service. The funny thing is I only knew two songs in the songbook, but evidently that wasn't a problem. Uh, The elder who helped teach me the gospel, uh, Brother Ray Young, uh, he was the one also asking me to lead these songs. And so he said, okay, we'll lead those two songs and then I'll get up and I'll lead the rest of the songs for the service. And so we did that. And, uh, and, but it, what it did was teach me very quickly as a Christian that I could be part of the service and that I could be uh, useful in the kingdom, and I, and, he, and he helped me to find my place in the kingdom, and so that was very important. So I, uh, very early on, I was taught how to how to lead in every aspect of worship, and that was I just so appreciated that he took the time to do that right off the bat. And, uh, and I've often wondered why every congregation of the Lord's people were not taking the same approach, uh, or at least it seems that seemed that they were not. Maybe it had to do with the fact that they were just a, a small congregation and needed every male person in the church to be equipped to serve in whatever capacity and ability that, and talent that they had. And so that was a, that was a great need certainly for that small church. But it's something that uh, I, I think that uh, has stuck with me through the years and something that I've tried to implement. Uh, in every congregation that I've been able to serve. And so it's something that certainly helped me early on, helped me find my place in the kingdom. That's probably uh, a lesson maybe for another day, but it was a great blessing to be uh, introduced to Christ by my wife, by her family, by the Church of Christ in Homerville, Georgia, along with several very good uh, brethren that I mentioned earlier, along with Ray Young, who helped me, sat down with me and taught me the Scripture and and even helped train me later as a gospel preacher Ever bef- long before I ever went to the Memphis School of Preaching. And so for that, I am forever grateful. And so one of the things that I wanted to share was simply for us to, to look at John chapter 1 for just a moment. And in verse 35, we find... It begins by reading, again, the next day, John stood with two of his disciples, and we want to talk about these disciples. Looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. It's not the first time that he said that. He said it the previous day in verse 29, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. And these two disciples, verse 37, heard him speak, and they followed Jesus, Then Jesus turned, and seeing them following, said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, translated, Teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and remained with him that day. Now it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him followed Jesus, was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother, Simon, and he said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Now, when Jesus looked at him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated a stone. Maybe you can be like Andrew bringing Peter, his own brother, to Jesus. Or maybe you could be like one of these next uh, individuals that we continue to read about. Verse 43, The following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee, and he found Philip, and he said to him, Follow me. Maybe you could be like Philip and be found of Jesus. I certainly think that that I, I fit probably both of those situations, where there, there were those who cared about me and took me to learn about Jesus. And certainly as I was studying Scripture, then I was I was found by Jesus and found my place in the kingdom as I began to follow Him. Verse 44 says, Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip, verse 45, found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also in the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? He was somewhat skeptical, and so I find a little bit of myself in Nathanael as well, a little bit skeptical about some of the things that I was hearing. Philip said to him, Very simply, Come and see. And Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said, of, and said of him, Behold, an Israelite in, indeed, in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Maybe we could be like Andrew and bringing others to Jesus. Maybe we could be like Philip and be found of Jesus. And maybe we could be like Nathaniel, or actually by, we could be like Philip and go and find Nathaniel and tell him, "I want you to meet the King of Israel." What a beautiful picture these three. Uh, lessons that we find these three individuals as they find jesus and as jesus has found them and they find their place serving as disciples in the kingdom i hope that this has helped you and encouraged you in your walk and hopefully in your desire to be a disciple of christ and to go and find others and make disciples of jesus matthew 28 verses 18 through 20 in our next episode We will meet at the Lord's Mountain and explore passages like Isaiah 2, verses 2 through 4. Thank you so much for meeting me at the mountain, and may God bless you on this journey. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.